0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, my friends. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Santa got hit with a lawsuit. I got my ass handed to me. Let's skip over that. Santa doesn't want to get into that. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve has. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, I believe we have Christmas disaster stories as told by America's greatest advertisers. That's right. Am <laughs> I did I sell it?
1: You totally sold it. It's Christmas disasters. Um, I uh, I've had a few myself. I was it, we were uh, dangerously close to one again this year, so it felt timely.
0: What was the dangerous one that we were close to?
1: Do you not recall that we almost had our tree just fall over?
0: Well, I knew it was tilting quite a bit and we It was did touching fix the wall. It. Was the wall holding it up? It <laughs> fell over all the way last year, That's, two years ago?
1: Uh, last year, yeah.
0: Yeah, broke some ornaments.
1: Broke some ornaments. Fully fully decorated tree keeled over.
0: So this is the second year in a row that the Christmas tree won't kind of stay upright. I
1: think it's the stand, I guess. I hate
0: that stand, but you really we looked at new stands, but you seemed really dedicated to this stand.
1: I just don't think I can f- none of the ones that I've looked at. They're there's they all have one of two problems. Either mm-hmm. the really functional ones are just hideous.
0: How so? How are they hideous? What they're do they just look like?
1: like they're very like
0: orange and purple.
1: No, it's it's that they're like, they're very like plasticky Mm. and and machiney looking. Okay. And then the ones that actually look like something that you would want to have in your home. Yeah, like we
0: have a heavy, like kind of iron one. Yes,
1: ours is a very like traditional iron, uh, cast iron one. Mm -hmm. Um, The ones that are are designy and cool looking don't seem to be as functional.
0: Mm -hmm. I would probably put keeping the tree upright ahead I, I agree of, that's number yeah. 1
1: with a bullet but yeah. does it why do I have to choose
0: I don't know it also seems weird that our christmas tree stand is heavier than me it's, it's very a very heavy. heavy stand that doesn't work very well
1: yes it's it's not ideal. It's <laughs> anyway, suboptimal.
0: Anyway, uh, we avoided disaster this year, but uh, uh, you know, if you're, let's say, a Griswold, you might not be able yes. to avoid disaster that easily. So that's what we're going to be dipping into today: Christmas disasters.
1: Yeah, it's like a whole, it's a whole subgenre of, yeah. of holiday ads. So we'll get into that.
0: Plus, we'll uh, check in with my um my vintage VHS tape archiving project. I'm going to bring today a a commercial that i just want to play for you cuz it's like the holiday time there's nothing ironic about this commercial it's just <laughs> a commercial from my youth and i just think that like for a certain kind of person if you're like let's say a 46 year old who grew up in a house that celebrated christmas this commercial will transport you back in time, all right, to simpler days. So when we could say "Merry Christmas," yeah, without That's having to I'm go to the that. gulag. <laughs> um,
1: so I'm curious, like you're you're digitizing some commercials that you found randomly on these VHS tapes. Yeah, do you happen to have within that group of? tapes, some holiday time ads?
0: Yeah, unfortunately we burned through a few of them too early before it was the holiday season because a few of these tapes I have were, I mean, they're all from like the winter of 95 and 96 so far. Uh-huh. These are like tapes that if you've missed the thread, although I say it every every week I think, is the tapes I'm archiving now I found in a big box at a garage sale here in North Seattle this summer and um, I'm still going through them. They're all still from the same household, but like they're mostly things that were taped in like De- between December of 1995 and February of 1996. So a lot of those tapes that took place in December were leading up to the holidays and sure. specifically Christmas like didn't I'm really bummed that we already talked about the um Sinbad Polaroid commercial. <laughs> Remember that one where yes. they were t- like, it was that era where digital cameras were starting to take over. So, like, Polaroid was like, I don't know how to sell this anymore. What if we make a talking yes. camera that you just talk to? They digitized to?
1: the wrong thing. Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> exactly. So, we already talked about that one. Last week, we talked about that Domino's Deep Dish pizza commercial where the kids were singing a Christmas song <laughs> oh, and a Christmas right. choir. They we were too dumb to and figure then out. that pizza the, that and the their joke voices went low. Their
1: voices were deep because it was deep dish
0: any whoozles so i have i have another holiday commercial from the mid-90s for you today that is just just all nostalgia and then
1: that is your drug of choice and
0: then i have a real quickie for you it's a it's a cologne ad and i'm looking forward to playing it for you and i have one question All right. that I want you to answer. Okay. I'm going to play it for you once and once only <laughs> yeah. and then I have a question that I want to see if you can answer. Okay, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm here for it. Alright, so, um, and of course we will check in with the Ad Council as we always do. We have some fun stuff there. But let's kick things off with some Christmas disasters. Merry Christmas I don't want to fight tonight with I don't want to fight tonight Merry Christmas I don't wanna fight to tonight Merry Christmas I don't wanna to fight Ill bet you can never name this band.
1: The Ramones, how did you know? Least, oh, even I can name, the, even I can pick the Ramones out of a sound lineup. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's just amazing, like it's just so recognizable uh, yes. and
1: basically the same. <laughs>
0: um, so is there any fighting? Are there any like couples fighting? You know, I,
1: I thought about fighting as a type of disaster, um, and there are a few in here where people get, I think, annoyed with each other, uh, by implication. But mostly mm-hmm. this is of the this this is of the tree falling over dinner getting mm-hmm. irreparably destroyed.
0: Cats, ver- chewing, v- cats on Christmas chewing on Cats chewing on Christmas stuff, variety uh-huh.
1: of, of of Christmas disaster.
0: Which by the way, quick personal note, we got a Christmas tree yesterday. First Christmas tree in our new house, but also first Christmas tree since we've gotten a little kitten. Yeah. Now, our other cats were, you know, we're our really other cat is pretty old, and so, and she's. You and know, she's more play. afraid of
1: the Christmas tree than the Christmas exactly. tree is of her. <laughs> and <laughs>
0: basically, I guess. Let's see. Last Christmas, we only had one cat, right? Because Theo had already died. He had just. But the passed, year yeah. before that, he he was so old. He, not that he wouldn't nose around or get into a little bit of trouble, but we didn't have to worry about him too much. I thought for sure with this new kitten in the house, mm-hmm. you were gonna you dress the tree today. Don't
1: count your blessings. Don't, don't count your uh, your eggs because. He does get into some very zoomy mm-hmm. behavior, especially yeah. in the morning when he's just—he's almost airborne. He'll go around a room and touch mm-hmm. down once or twice. Yeah, around making a whole circuit of a room. I—it's like a
0: motocross when you're like when the yes. motorcycles don't even have to be up and down anymore; they're just going so yeah, fast. Yeah, he only touches on the walls. The walls. Yeah. and I'm
1: serious—that's what he looks yeah. like. He so far is just very intrigued by the tree mm-hmm. and really likes it, and seems very content to lie on the little tree skirt underneath it and mm-hmm. just be near it um he hasn't messed with it too much and i put the ornaments more or less above his immediate reach if he was determined to Mm -hmm. do something he could do it of course but like i tried to keep anything out of immediate temptation and so far so good he's been really good today he watched me decorate it and then he um you know just settled down right underneath it which is very sweet that's when i grew the way i grew up Cats are supposed to sit under Christmas trees. Oh yeah, and so I was always they're supposed to, (laughs) and I was always kind of bummed that bananas views it like all things as a mortal threat, (laughs) and Theo was basically indifferent. Yeah, because it was not edible.
0: Yeah, right, because it didn't taste like meat. (laughs)
1: Because it wasn't a meat
0: tree. Theo was
1: like pretty done with it.
0: Um, well, if we hear a loud crash during today's yes. show, I will be upset. But also, I'll have to give Bingo some credit for timing.
1: Yeah, really, right on theme. Um, but let's start with one that's not a tree falling over. That's a different variety of a Christmas disaster. I like this one because it's kind of, um, uh, it's kind of off the beaten path. It's the T-Mobile ads. As you know, I think they're doing a campaign. They've been doing a campaign for a while now with Zach Braff, and. Um,
0: Oh, the other guy from Scrubs. And the
1: other guy from Scrubs. Sorry, other guy Sorry, from Scrubs. Sorry, other guy from Scrubs. I should know his name. Uh, I'm sure I'll think of it in here, a second here. I'll look here. it up for you. Uh, oh, Donald Faison. Okay. And um, this, they are advertising for T-Mobile. Um, they've been doing a number of different services and products from T-Mobile. This is for the, the, new, you know, the new iPhone through T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. And Zach Braff... Is uh, wants to have a picture of him touching his tongue to a, a frozen lamppost. Oh, like
0: in A Christmas Story. Like in A Christmas now, Story. Now, have you seen A Christmas Story all the way through yet? Because I feel like when we met, you were like, ah, oh, I don't know, I've seen bits and pieces of it. And that was a movie, like, that was one that I watched probably several yeah. times a year during the holiday season.
1: Even though I think I have seen it all the way through at least once, it's a huge blind spot huh. for me. You yeah. know, like the way other people, like the way you right away pick that motif out mm-hmm. as like, Re- as a if not a ref, I mean that's a th- you know p- touching as something frozen with your tongue they didn't yeah. invent that right um, but like it was definitely like a big sort of iconic part of it I guess yeah. but I didn't think of that like I don't I don't associate that act with that movie I know the le- you know like so I was at an ugly sweater party recently somebody had the lamp the leg lamp on their sweater I mean mm-hmm. I know what that's from um, you know there's certain jokes that I know from that movie that are so well known that mm-hmm. everybody knows them But it's it's a learned behavior for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know, speaking of the tongue on the pole thing, which is going to be, I guess, spoofed here in this uh, commercial. I learned an interesting tidbit about the filming of that in the original movie today, which I will share with you after this T-Mobile. All right, wait a forward promo. It's what we call teasing. Take a picture i <laughs> new iPhone? Yep, I just got the new iPhone 14 with its amazing camera at T-Mobile. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Just switch to T-Mobile and you can get iPhone 14 with Apple TV Plus included and so much more. I'm talking over $225 in benefits every month. Wow. A T-Mobile get iPhone 14. So he's been on stuck us. to the
1: pole that whole time.
0: Oh, it's so upsetting It's looking. upsetting.
1: How do you think they do that effect? It's pretty good. I'll tell you. No. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: so at, at the, the, the end, they're is. laughing at the videos and Zach Braff has his tongue in a, in a cast which or I, a bandage.
0: I, yeah, which I also think maybe happens. I think we see the kid... In a Christmas story with his tongue bandage later too, I could be wrong about that. Um, in this commercial, and I'm gonna, this is not what they did in the original movie, according to a little tidbit I read today. But I'm gonna uh, play this again and just have it in the background. We've watched this commercial. I've seen this commercial many times, just kind of in the background while I'm watching uh, football games. I believe this is a fake tongue that he is holding in his mouth, and the fake tongue is stuck to the pole, and he's sort of like pulling on it at times. So
1: he's biting down. He must be biting down on a fake tongue, but he... Yeah, but he's managing to talk.
0: I think that those things happen kind of at different times, though, when he's actually pulling his head back and uh-huh. you sort of see the tongue stretch. Those aren't really moments where he seems to be doing dialogue. I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I have a feeling Did that... Do you think
1: it's a practical effect, in other words? In it this certainly case, looks like it.
0: I thought it was a practical effect because I've seen this and it gets kind of gross as it goes on. He, he, like, he pull, really pulls so it. He's really pulling on it. I'm like, Ugh, I think that that is probably like a rubber tongue that he is somehow holding and securing with his mouth, yeah. maybe with the help of tying it. To his teeth yeah, maybe it Yeah, Maybe it like fits.
1: Yeah. Like maybe it's fitting into his mouth, like like a, a retainer, like a retainer, exactly, or, or a mouth guard,
0: exactly. Yeah, that's why I think hap- what is happening there. Um, but I think I read today, and this was from a TBTL Winter Games, which will be airing um, in a couple of weeks on TBTL. But we pre-recorded today, and somebody sent in a tidbit that said that the original one was recorded or, or filmed using a um, suction cup of some sort, like the kid actually I believe had a suction cup and that's what was stuck to the pole and it looked like his tongue was stuck to the pole. That's not really a lot of information. Boy, my forward promo didn't really yeah, pay like off. I, I, it.
1: I, yeah, you're, you're, it's, it's prompting me to ask a lot of follow-up questions like what end of the suction cup was where but it sounds like you don't have the answers. So you just, you're, you're, you're at your information ends at suction cup.
0: I am furiously, furiously <laughs> Googling here. Um don't Google angry. Don't <laughs> okay, here. Yahoo.com, written by Joel Ryan, December 21st, 2015. Um, this is a quote from somebody who I believe worked on the uh, movie. They made a piece of plastic that they slid over the flagpole and had a little hole in it with a suction tube that went into the snow. You couldn't see it. It was a little motor, like a small vacuum cleaner, and the hole opening in the plastic was about the size of your pinky nail. So when you put your tongue there or finger or whatever, it just stuck. So It was a vacuum tube. It was not a suction cup. Yeah. It was a vacuum tube. I was out here spreading misinformation <laughs> that was given to me by a listener who I thought I could trust.
1: It was a suction tube, not a suction cup. It
0: was a suction tube. But that's clever. But that is very that, clever. Because then the tongue,
1: I'm sure, that, so that means it was his real tongue that was being stretched, it just wasn't painful or stuck.
0: Yeah, I guess so, so that way. makes a lot of sense.
1: This is, uh, if we're talking about disasters, it's uh, wouldn't be a complete show without some mayhem.
0: Mayhem? Mayhem. <laughs> the Christmas mayhem. <laughs>
1: Christmas mayhem. Uh. The, the Allstate Mayhem character, of course, causes disasters um, in every commercial he's in, and so uh, Christmas and holiday ads are no exception.
0: I mean, his last name is Winters, Dean Winters. Of course he'd of go course heavy he's in gonna the paint going to be in here. a winter Heavy in the paint, not an expression people say. <laughs> heavy
1: in the paint is, yeah, does not mean anything. <laughs> to, there is a, there is a uh,
0: drop of Stephen A. Smith yelling, <laughs> you should be banned from talking basketball, <laughs> and I always assumed that he was talking to me.
1: Uh, I think you can assume that applies to you (laughs) yeah Yeah. certainly um all right so there are a couple of these actually one of them uh has been around it's it's airing now i've seen it uh in the wild but um it's not new this year it's a take on the towards the night before christmas poem Mm -hmm. and he's dressed as a mouse he's just you know mayhem in his his dark suit but he has a little mouse nose and mouse ears Mm -hmm. on and he starts out sitting in an, an old like a kind of a traditional uh, armchair. Uh, what is that called? Like a big a,
0: high back leather chair. Yeah.
1: What is that called, though? That has a name like a wingback chair. I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, he's in, a, he's in an armchair. He should re- be
0: banned from talking chairs. <laughs> Probably.
1: Um, and he's, he's reading Twas the Night Before Christmas, but then he diverges and we see that he's, he's a mouse uh, running around a woman's house that's very well decorated for Christmas with garlands and a very tall tree and, you know, decorations everywhere and seeing this mouse really scares her into some sudden movements towards the night before christmas went all through the house not a creature was stirring <laughs> except for this mouse decorations were hung with meticulous care that is until i gave this lady a scare <laughs> She hits the lamp, the garland comes down, the tree falls.
0: Jeez Louise. Now
1: something gets into the fire. That's the Things worst. Things catch on fire. Protect your home with all stage, or your walls could get burned. Carl! And to all a good
0: night. See, that's the nightmare scenario. It truly is. Like the fire thing, because you and I used to live in New Hampshire.
1: She needs to have a fire grade up, though. That's irresponsible. Yes, absolutely. I think the insurance investigators are going to be asking about that.
0: Because one thing that you and I know from our experience living in New Hampshire and going to these uh, fire tree burning parties after the holidays, now in New Hampshire it was safe because it was outdoors, and our neighbors, like in this winter wonderland of tons of packed snow. You're
1: surrounded by snow.
0: They would build a very big fire pit in their backyard. Every neighbor in the neighborhood would bring their old Christmas tree and then they would just throw one on every now and then and it would just blaze. And ever since I saw how quickly those trees go up like that. Um, and in that same house, we had a Christmas tree in the same room as our wood-burning stove. Now, it right. was protected, but I mean, I was constantly yeah. thinking about even it. A stray a stove, spark would Even destroy. a stove that is, is
1: fully encased, it's a metal stove. It's not like it's an open hearth. Mm-hmm. Even in that scenario, you have to be so careful.
0: The pine trees they just go up. go up If you open so that quickly. door to
1: put in another log or something yeah. and a stray spark jumps out, it's so easy. And so an open hearth, like a traditional fireplace... yeah. If you, I mean, uh, it can throw out a spark or a hot coal or something so easily. You have to have a, I'm going to turn the show into fire safety. Forget yeah, it. That's, Cancel are going to turn everything. this into one of those
0: Canadian PSAs where we see somebody literally burning to death and screaming. I will,
1: spoiler alert, most of these are comedy takes. Obviously, uh-huh. Christmas disasters generally are played for laughs. There's one that's like pretty dark. Really? Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Um. But, we have another mayhem one though right yeah
1: so so that like i was saying was last year's and i think that's a great one i really like it i think it does all the things that the mayhem commercial should do one he's funny and the writing mm-hmm. is funny his performance is really good the way he's scrambling around this house mm-hmm. this full-grown man running like running a woman up onto a, a table uh, i like the end where she just says carl mm-hmm. who her, we
0: assume is her, her off-screen her, partner or whatever her partner yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. um I like I like the whole thing, and I think and the other thing that it does well is it like it presents a scenario as which as a home in, homeowner and insured person, I'm like, oh yeah, like I like I I've been envisioning all day today, and I don't have any open flames up mm-hmm. there. Actually, I do. You do. Now that I think about it, I do you have, have some a can- candles lit. I up do there. have a lit candle up there, but, but don't I ha- worry,
0: it's safely under the tree.
1: That's <laughs> right. I have been thinking like the cat could get into something the cat could get zoomy and jump into the tree and it isn't that stable right now and so you know anything could happen this year uh i assume what i assume is a newer one is um set in the nutcracker i actually used to perform as a little kid in a in a ballet performance of the nutcracker hmm. um oh no i'm sorry canceled. that's that. funny because you
0: grew up to be a ball buster <laughs> Terrible joke.
1: Well, that joke doesn't even work because it wasn't the Nutcracker I was in. It was Babes in Toyland.
0: Oh. But... You grew up to be a babe. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying, to ter- trying to win your favor again. Nice save. Nice <laughs> um, anyway,
1: we've all seen the Nutcracker. We're all familiar. Um, this doot, is. Doot, doot, doot. Say again. Is that sort of how it goes? No, yep. Yeah, keep no, going. No, no, no. Doot, doot, no. Doot.
0: <laughs> Did I get the first few notes right?
1: that is from the nutcracker okay
0: good thank you
1: oh no no that's just sil- that's just christmas bells
0: yeah i think i was doing silver bells or something
1: uh the, the nutcracker goes da, 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 da.
0: oh well, look at us we're doing it oh
1: uh, we're doing it tchaikovsky would be so proud this
0: is a new commercial by the way i can confirm that this was first published in uh just november okay oh, great, great. Yeah. so
1: it's, so it is this year's uh all state mayhem uh entry I like this ad in the way that it's like a performance in the in like the 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 mayhem and the chaos that ensues. I'm looking for you to tell me what it is that the exactly what it what the story is here, and okay. I'll try to set this up for you because it's pretty visual. We're at a children's performance of the Nutcracker. In other words, all the actors are children. Mm-hmm. Mayhem Dean Winters is playing the Nutcracker character, and he's got the like drawn on like nutcracker mouth and he's in the like the little military you know Mm -hmm. uniform and he says and and there's all these parents in the audience and they're trying to get pictures with their with their tablets and their phones of their kid you know up there on the on the stage Mm -hmm. but his the mayhem character said like the mayhem that he's creating is that he's like a, a spotlight hog i guess as the nutcracker and he just rather than do his part as the nutcracker just starts like randomly knocking over scenery and uh, just kind of like stomping on things and creating havoc. For reasons that are a little unclear to
0: me. Yeah, he should be like he should be a a spotlight falling down from the rafters and crashing into the stage and knocking something. Like he should be, he shouldn't just be. Is he supposed to be an obnoxious kid?
1: That's what I'm a little unclear on. And and like as you say, like that's not a real thing that insurance would be an issue for. But I think what they wanted to do was put him in the Nutcracker makeup. Yeah, they just
0: wanted to. They started. And so they let
1: the joke drive the scenario. And so what happens in the audience is everybody starts trying to get this. Unfolding disaster on video so they can post it. Oh, okay, yeah. And then people's phones get stomped on in the chaos. Which but it feels like very sort of a sort of tenuous way of talking about disaster. I feel
0: like it should be truer to the bit, you know? Yeah.
1: I'm a nutcracker in your kid's holiday show. And I want all eyes on me. Which means getting every moment of your kid is gonna be tough. Woo! Showbiz!
0: Yeah! And unless your portable devices are protected, well, this moment, it never happened. Protect
1: your portable electronics from holiday mayhem. Okay, so they're
0: specifically, you know, advertising your electronic, you know, getting insurance for your electronic devices. So I kind of like the fact that um, they're using this to, you know, sell a very specific point. Right. I always appreciate that. But I don't get it. He's creating havoc on stage or mayhem if you will mayhem uh, mayhem um <laughs> but why is why is everybody in the audience dropping their phones That's what I'm nothing saying. he is like, doing on stage are... would force these people to suddenly have numb hands they
1: would definitely be trying to capture it yeah. because it would be crazy and you'd want to have it on on record That's but he also terrible. sort of confuses it with the idea that you're going to miss out on catching capturing your own kids performance yeah um but that said like the performance on stage is pretty funny while he's stomping around just like kicking scenery over and and breaking through scenery, like, the other child actors are, like, doing a pretty good job of reacting to him.
0: Yeah, I feel like... Now I know they're trying to make it a holiday commercial, so that's why they they did that. But I'm, I mean, for ensuring your electronic devices, I feel like go with a toilet, uh, a phone falling into a toilet like that. Like I, you got to figure out like what does he do? What does he represent that sure. causes somebody to like lose their? But start phone with or what something? would
1: it be a real thing that would happen to your electronics. Which right? Is exactly. Very, which that's very real. That happens.
0: Has Mayhem ever portrayed booze?
1: As a, oh I'm a bottle of booze maybe
0: the thing could be like you're out with your friends you're having a good night but here I am I'm a bottle of booze and you can't keep your hands off me and then like the person goes into the restroom and they're like going through their party pictures while they're peeing or whatever and they drop the phone in the toilet
1: we need to do I'm trying to think if he ever he does sometimes play concepts
0: mm-hmm.
1: more often than not though he is an animate mm-hmm. figure he's, mm-hmm. he's been lots of animals he's been lots of people doing stupid things like obnoxious people who are oblivious or rude or creating um, a problem in traffic or something. Um, But has he ever been like a straight up, like, inanimate object that's affected by weather? I think he has. I think he's been like a tree branch or something. We should do a comprehensive look at Mayhem's identities and do some sort of ranking or some kind of, some kind of like... Activity with those With those identities
0: Yeah Like does he ever do Just like a concept Like Agape <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> I, I'm I'm I-
1: I'm on We, <laughs> and when you're bored, you're gonna make some bad mistakes.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe do go in with the uh, junk sleep commercials. I don't know. <laughs> Look for a partnership there. All right, I see that we have a cat treat a cat one, treat commercial, so I think I already know what might happen. Oh, we've talked old. about this. Yeah, one. we've talked
1: about it, but it's such a tr- it is uh, to coin a phrase a treat uh, in and mm-hmm. of itself. It's for temptations cat treats, and it's so wonderfully. Um, Constructed. And I I don't know to what degree this was... This is camera tricks or how many takes they had to do. But the premise is so great. It's a big white room. And there is a bunch of stuff in the room that's current... That's at the beginning is covered in a great big white drop cloth. Mm -hmm. And they show... Uh, they pull off the drop cloth and you see that it's like a beautiful setup of all kinds of christmas stuff christmas trees tur christmas turkeys uh decorations like just a whole sort of setup in the middle of this empty room it's like a perfect christmas scene mm-hmm. and set all around this room are cat doors and they're they show cats like looking in this room trying to get in and at this at like the sound of a buzzer or something all the cat doors open at once, and then it's just absolute chaos as these cats run in and destroy this (laughs) entire setup. And it's so satisfying and fun to watch because you're like, the commercial sets you up to like, want that Uh uh-huh you know want to you know you want to see it happen like a
0: kid when they're done making their big lego thing all they want to do is destroy it it. yeah Yeah. i don't know if that's even true anymore now kids probably want to like put epoxy on it and then save it forever and then sell it when they're older
1: does that i I mean that i don't know is that
0: i don't know is that right that doesn't make sense to me
1: well i don't know i don't know i can't i don't i can't relate to the younger generation (laughs) So we see this beautiful scene. These cats are watching it like just so hungrily.
0: There's trains, like toy trains going through there's Yeah, there's a lot of motion. A roast turkey. Oh, there's a bunch of like a little dangly
1: Lots of little danglies. Yeah. And now they're gonna they're gonna sound the buzzer again here in a second, and these cats are gonna all run in.
0: The sound design is really good.
1: Yeah. And it really, I don't know if that's real, but it looks like there are probably 50 cats in this room. I mean, at least some of this is real. Like, I'm sure they didn't do all of what we're seeing here, but we're definitely seeing them do some damage. Now you hear a shaking sound. And they all just head for the door to get to the temptation streets.
0: I love, and I know I've said this on the show before, but I love, it says, keep them busy this holiday season. I think Temptations did such a good job of identifying the idea of shaking a bag of treats yes. to get your cat to come. So like smart. that is such a great like secondary or tertiary aspect of treats, but you focus on that. And if you're a cat owner, you know immediately yes. what that means. I think that's so smart.
1: I agree, yeah. And and we all, we all rely on the treat the treat shaking when we need them to come somewhere just like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, uh, it's so spot on. And so speaks to cat, the cat owner experience, I think. And there is something very satisfying as a human viewer about watching this destruction unfold because it's clearly set up to be destroyed.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, well, almost like a kid with his leg. Oh, wait, I, <laughs> to be. I already gave that tortured analogy that did not withstand scrutiny. What's next?
1: Um, I like this one this is for Heineken Heineken did a whole kind of series of these and there are all these little vignettes and they've, I've actually seen a number of these ads where they've intercut the different vignettes this is all about the ways that holiday uh, celebrations can go wrong things that can happen and so I'm going to narrate it for you because it's I think it's just the sound of the song but all the little vignettes are, are quite funny
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I just like I like this uh, I think visually it's interesting storytelling is interesting Um, And you just have all these different ways people going to holiday parties and like forgetting leaving the turkey that they meant to bring on the roof of the cab as it drives away or um, trying to light off holiday fireworks and they just fizzle Mm -hmm. or um, trying to make a dinner and it goes completely south and they have to get takeout for all their family members. And the the takeaway or the pitch is no matter how wrong everything goes, you can always enjoy a Heineken together.
0: So here we are in the street somewhere. She's oh. running
1: to get a cab. She throws all her bags in the back seat, but she threw them on some people who are already in that cab. Oh,
0: that's not your cab lady.
1: Here's a guy who grabs his suitcase, but we see clearly he grabbed the wrong suitcase. The so airport. now he's at this very fancy party in a Hawaiian shirt. Uh. Because he has no clothes. He
0: was traveling for the holidays. Here's a turkey left on top of a cab as a drives bye And bye-bye turkey. That's no good. No tip for you.
1: <laughs> here's a guy, here's a guy uh, lighting fireworks, and they just fizzle, and everybody turns around and goes inside.
0: That's it? Is that going to come back to yes, haunt us? it's going to come back to haunt us. Okay. Um, Somebody's burning he dinner. He burned his
1: dinner. And I also think it's interesting um, to note that in this one where uh, this couple is – uh, having a disaster with their dinner, and she goes out and gets brings back takeout. Mm-hmm. She's Asian, he's white, um, and her family clearly is there. And I, and at the very end, her Asian father. Kind of clinks glasses with the son-in-law, the mm-hmm. white son-in-law,
0: mm-hmm. and it looks like she got takeout, like burgers for takeout, so, which is interesting because usually for holidays, honestly, if you have to get takeout, the the tradition is you get like Asian takeout, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, right. But clearly, it's probably like the lat whatever they could get was mm-hmm. what they could get. Yeah. Um, and so I just think it's interesting to like in there's a little bit of a of a valence there of like you know maybe a cultural. Uh, differences between their families, mm-hmm. and and they're trying. He's trying to impress this family, and she's she's very put out by his failure mm-hmm. to make their dinner. Um, but but then, there's a little
0: coming together between but the, the father-in-law. The, the, and the, the, the son. father-in-law
1: and the son-in-law have like a little moment, which is kind of nice, and mm-hmm. and I think heartwarming in the holiday tradition.
0: Because let's face it, no matter what our race, we can all divide ourselves by gender. <laughs>
1: We can all all say that women are nags.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to get to We're not quite done with this, and I'm still waiting to find out what happened to those fireworks fireworks. that didn't go off. There's the little clink of beers.
1: So now everybody's gone inside, and fireworks guy is like, now all the fireworks are going off, and he tries to bring everybody back out. Then a last shot is the taxi driver just driving along <laughs> like all unawares that a turkey is riding along on the top Which of this Which good on car. that turkey
0: for staying uh, <laughs> staying put on top of that uh, I guess it's a New York cab all right, um, let's see here. We have an American Red C- Uh-oh, yes. things are going to take a serious turn. A serious turn. American Red Cross.
1: And this is disasters don't take a holiday. Mm. Um, we start in what looks like somewhere in the American Southwest. There's cacti outside of this this ha- this home. There's mm-hmm. obviously, it's like kind of a desert landscape.
0: But they're like decorated with like Christmas lights or right. whatever. Yeah.
1: And so a little girl is looking out her window, And she sees something start to sort of sprinkle from the sky. And she kind of runs out joyfully (sighs) like it's it's snowing. Like
0: a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, but but it turns out a volcano alert. just went off somewhere. Not one of those, a volcano. One of those famous <laughs> New Mexican volcanoes exactly. erupted.
1: That's right. No, it's it's not snow, though. You're but it's right. not good? It's not Sometimes good. Yeah, so it looks
0: like it's a snow miracle, but I'm guessing this is ash. Yes. She puts her the-
1: hands up, catches one flake, and then realizes it is ash. And her mother comes running outside, and they look off in the distance Oh, And there's a huge fire.
0: A huge house fire, maybe? Yeah,
1: it's a little unclear what kind of fire it is, but it's very close. Huge building fire. And it looks like it's... don't take a break for the holidays. With your help, neither does the Red
0: Cross. It just says disasters don't take a break. So that's a fundraising. Like, we see this little family. Mm I mean, I don't know if these folks will be affected. Um... But somebody's having a very, very bad holiday and the Red Cross is gonna be there to help save some lives or what have you. Yeah. Do you think this commercial would be better if <laughs> one note if the little girl instead of catching the the snowflake slash ash on her hand, mm-hmm when it's really a snow miracle what is the trope that we see kids do in commercials they put it on their tongue <laughs> they, they catch stick it on their, on their tongue, tongue. Yeah. wouldn't this be better if the little oh. girl was catching ash on her tongue
1: uh, i'm glad that they did not do no, that no
0: that's why they don't let me make commercials yes um that's a voice i'm working on and finally we have a, a coca-cola ad here i didn't know they made holiday commercials
1: yeah. <laughs> um i did I included this last because I think it cheats a little bit. oh it's don't and, or cheat. at least it's it's definitely not a full blown disaster, but it sure seems like it's going to be a full blown disaster. We have a guy who's obviously preparing to host uh uh his ho- host people for the holidays. He's mm-hmm. a, sort of a young young guy, kind of cute hipster, um, and he's maybe not as prepared to make a big holiday dinner as as someone else. Um, he gets out a book of recipes. Clearly, like you know, it's very like somebody's like his grandmother's book of recipes. Yeah, the it's clearly like a
0: bunch of like clippings mm-hmm. and bookmarks, Hand, and handwritten yeah, recipes, yeah, yeah. things yeah. like that. Very
1: cute. And when he starts to cook. um kind of the uh, uh his the figure of his grandmother appears silently beside him like she's helping him
0: right like a ghost like a ghost i've seen this commercial and it confused me i'm trying to think if the, i didn't see well, it, it the is sound confusing. On. No, like I, what the hell is going I'll on i'll tell this commercial? you it's
1: confusing because they just completely like negate everything that happened in the commercial at the end because i guess of a christmas miracle um, so why don't you hit play i on there? Yeah, because we here. can even
0: see as he's pulling out this old book of recipes, you even see over his shoulder like a big picture. It's a little bit out of focus in the background that is clearly like probably this matriarch yes. of the family. And there's a holiday tree in the background. And so it's kind of, kind of got all the signifiers. For a, for a guy so. who
1: doesn't cook, by the way, he has an amazing kitchen. This yeah. is clearly like a really nice, um, very high quality, high-end gas stove that he's got it looks like a Le Creuset uh, Dutch oven like yeah you're right did he just buy all the fancy trimmings of a nice kitchen but he doesn't really know how to cook I feel like that's a little bit of a this would I would find this more believable if his kitchen looked more like a bachelor's kitchen and
0: like I love a family that loves and respects each other and honors each other but like for a man his age that is a huge picture of his nana yeah. or whatever in the background like that's i mean i wonder if she was famous or something or maybe like,
1: she left him all the money to have this fancy oh that's kitchen. true so i'm
0: just gonna say like you bring a date home or whatever what would you tell that person yeah, like, oh yeah well you kind of got a kinda gotta, kinda gotta, yeah, it's kinda, she, nana she,
1: i've got kind of a nana thing
0: she looms large <laughs> all right here it is he's taking out the recipes
1: he drinks a coke for inspiration
0: there's the ghost of nana
1: she he's doing all this cooking, but everything's failing, right? Like yeah. everything he does, he puts he dumps too much spice in, the dough's not coming together. The... I'm a little
0: confused. What is he dumping Brussels sprouts into water here? Nothing nothing wrong with that. She's tapping her wrist as like, if he's running out of time. Yeah. So I guess better company's get going. coming over. Right?
1: This ghost of Nana is pretty demanding. Well, she's
0: exacting. He's Things are catching fire. Oh, he doesn't even know to use oven mitts? Yeah. Really? This like, guy is... is... here. you probably have $1,000 oven mitts in this kitchen. Nana, How why you did you up? leave
1: this guy your precious book of recipes? Yeah. So now everything's just a disaster. His family arrives, and then he pulls whatever this dish is out of the oven, and it's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's weird. At first, we see it, and it's anything but perfect, right? Or is it supposed to look like this?
1: Is it bad, or is it good? <laughs> I don't know what this thing it's is supposed art. to look like. Um,
0: it's like some sort of a... You would assume it's like a main dish, but it's like in a pastry shell. Yeah, it's almost and like, like a think, raised pie. Yeah, and so I think it looks... N- bad here in this shot right I mean the kitchen is smoking yeah and he takes it out I don't know what it's supposed to look like so it looks bad to me but then ghost Nana puts her hand on his shoulder Mm -hmm. the music becomes more peaceful they share a meaningful look and then does this thing transform into something more edible looking no it's still the same then he sets it down I don't get it. And now I guess his friends and family came over and they're sitting around a pretty small table now for such a giant kitchen. He has a pretty small dining room table and they're all eating in the shadow of this big photo of Nana. And it says
1: real magic, which to me is like it's magically good because... It doesn't look great, but it also but doesn't it probably, look as bad yeah. as it should look based on all of the disasters that went into the making of it. Are
0: there Brussels sprouts inside of this pastry dish?
1: This whole thing just feels confusing to me. Is the pastry is good this? or bad?
0: Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. I spot TV. To, to Tell rescue. me a story. Check out Coca-Cola's 30-second TV commercial. That is not <laughs> helpful.
1: Hey, iSpot, that's not the story of the commercial. It's called The
0: Holidays Always Find a Way from the soda industry. Keep an eye <laughs> on this page to learn about the songs, characters, and celebrities. No, the, you know what? Somebody at iSpot was like, I don't know, man. Yes. They're like, I, yes. Did the, I did the I Want Ham commercial. I did my best with that shit, just you guys. Like, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know. Coke, I guess. Like, dude's got a Nana thing.
1: Yeah um no that is a, that is, this is the
0: only time i've seen i spot punt on something because it is it's really unclear what's completely happening completely confusing okay
1: ad council i'm going to post this to the facebook group as usual mm-hmm. take a look at it please tell me is the pie good or bad is it magically fixed or is it that the magic is in the love is in the family love that is able to overlook a bad pie
0: Yes, because I know that I've seen that commercial kind of a couple. of And if that's times. a hand raised
1: pie, that's like an incredibly high degree of difficulty for yeah. a dude who's not very competent in the kitchen,
0: right? And also, are there Brussels sprouts in there?
1: And what's the Brussels sprouts? <laughs> I mean, I guess
0: maybe you could if it's like if it's some sort of a like a would like a, almost a pot pie or a meat pie or something. Maybe maybe if you had chopped Brussels sprouts, could maybe. Be. But it Wouldn't seems be like very normal. What though. is that? What is that compliment though? Yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, I'm just. I'm confused and, to be honest with you, a little angry, <laughs> which the holidays always bring out That sounds
1: like the holidays.
0: <laughs> All right, let's check in with the BT Dubs segment, yes. where I... Dub my old VHS cassette tapes over to YouTube. I think that's how it works. Um, This uh, commercial that I'm going to start with, the one that I told you at the top of the show, is nothing but nostalgia for me. Um, This is a commercial from 1995. I think this was airing in December of 1995. Uh, It is for the Time Life Treasury of Christmas Music. And this is just reminds me like there's nothing to say here. I'm just playing this unironically <laughs> unless you have anything interesting but like this style of commercial is not really around anymore like these music collections right. it where was they play like,
1: little snippets of each of the songs. It was songs. such a
0: big part of growing up. Yes. Sometimes you would like turn on the TV they'd have a five minute version of it and you would just like jam out to the commercial. We talked about Freedom Rock on this which loomed large in my life. These holiday ones it would be like your, your golden country collection. It sure. would be like a bunch of snippets and like I always remember the names would scroll up uh, along the TV, and the ones in yellow you were hearing, That's and all right. the white ones you didn't hear, of they course. just went by to let you know that they were hanging out. There were out. all
1: kinds of ones, different yeah. different themes and collections, and it would be like, you know, romance from the 70s. Yes, exactly. And then, But the only songs they would play would be the ones that everybody knew, and then if you paid any attention at all and looked at the songs that were scrolling by that were not... Played a snippet of it was
0: It's like a lot of Eddie Rabbit.
1: It, well, and it was like a lot of songs that no one. It. it was a lot of very <laughs> I don't deep know.
0: cuts. In this one, I think almost everything stands like there. Like I remember, I watched this right before we started taping, and I saw that like a Pavarotti song goes. Well, Christmas by. Like, songs yeah. are a little different because
1: yeah. it's there aren't a lot of deep cut Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. You know, most people, most Christmas songs are either traditional carols that have been sort of sung and are being sung in an updated way, but like a recognizable carol. Or it's the one Christmas single that somebody puts out. Nobody's, I shouldn't say nobody, it's rare that someone does a full album of full, fully new Christmas songs that they like wrote from scratch. And, you know, mm-hmm. usually it's like a bunch of songs that, you know, because they're Christmas carols and then like, um, you know, some, some. Thing that they're going for like, like that Mariah.
0: Ramones one we played before. <laughs> they re- no for real like yeah. pop music musicians will yeah, really the course. Beatles would re- release one a year. You yeah. know, going back to the I mean 60s. Mariah
1: Carey like built half a career on it. Now
0: she released albums, I believe. I think Mariah Carey has some Christmas albums. I yeah, but I, what I'm that.
1: saying, people release Christmas albums, but I'm saying how many of the songs on those oh, Christmas albums oh, yeah. are more than one new single and then a bunch of like readjust christmas carols i see what you're christmas saying right carols. right
0: right and also and okay i'm sorry i sort of misunderstood and i'm describing another phenomenon where where bands will just release one christmas song yeah, that's, you and know they do that like too. and just like yeah. either back in the day as a as a i don't know a k- single or um Of course, in this day and age, it's easier to release it digitally. So, you know, like, I realize that this is not going to hit for everybody. Like, this is just very specific to me. A person, as I said before, who's my age, who celebrated Christmas growing up. um, And, like, because... Time has marched on so much since I was a little kid. Like, Christmas classics have changed. I'm not going on, like, an old man yells like clouds thing, but you mentioned Mariah Carey. Like, her song is a Christmas classic now. I mean, I know that we all went through the generational... flabbergastedness at like how could uh, the Mariah Carey song be a classic but it is (laughs) I mean it's it's closer to 30 than 20 years old now right it absolutely
1: is and it's uh, we're talking about all I want for Christmas is you and um she she owns that
0: and so this this commercial which aired in 1995 but I'm pretty sure like I recorded it in 95 but I'm pretty sure this exact commercial aired probably throughout the 80s as well it really rings true to me rings a bell if you will um, <laughs> bells seem holidayish, Um, and like this was the kind of music that was Christmas music to me and my family growing up you know like, like yeah Andy
1: I, Williams yes,
0: yes. And, so like, We had a
1: lot of Andy Williams in my house growing and up. a
0: lot of um, I'm trying to think like the, the, the crooners yeah. and And the um, in in sort of the Rat Pack crooners too, I think.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: So here, I don't, I don't know that we have to interrupt this. Just if you are somebody who uh, wants to go pour yourself a little glass of eggnog, maybe go sit by the Christmas tree for sixty seconds and just, (laughs) just this is your sixty second Christmas break. Just listen along, courtesy of After
1: These Messages.
0: Nothing brings back warm holiday memories like the songs and carols you love. And only Time Life's Treasury of Christmas brings you all your favorite holiday songs in one collection. Hark the Hell Angels sing, Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jolly, oh, Christmas. You get cherished holiday songs like Bing Crosby's White Christmas. White Christmas. <laughs> Time Life's Treasury of Christmas on two cassettes, nineteen ninety nine, or two CDs, twenty six ninety nine. So call now and have yourself a Merry Christmas. To order, call 1 800 807 3400.
1: I'm really here for that whole genre of, of traditional, you know. Christmas music, I guess. Yeah, it and it's called. very, you
0: know, a lot of it leans into the religiousness of the Christmas. Holiday. Here is
1: a here is a weird truth about me: the more religious a Christmas song, the more I like it. Which is
0: interesting because you are not religious. The
1: less, re- like, in every other genre mm-hmm. of my life, in every mm-hmm. other aspect of my life, I would prefer to dial down the religion,
0: mm-hmm. including Amy Grant songs. I believe <laughs> you liked her more, like kind of crossover. I love her crossover yeah.
1: career. Yeah. Um, no, baby, I baby. I love the more Jesus y, the more the more <laughs> um miracle y, the more the more a Christmas song is about the the Christmas miracle, the more I am here for it. I don't know why it is and not because I not because the theme is important to me, but because like those are the Christmas songs that just for whatever reason mm-hmm. I find to be moving. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, me too. More than the um I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I mean, that
1: one can go straight to hell. Oh, God, that one, that I'm song. that one. I'm not interested mm-hmm. in. Um, but more so than like Last Christmas by Wham or something, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like yeah. you know that. Not that I'm opposed to listening to that, but the the modern Christmas uh, classics, you. if you will, modern now fifty years old, but
0: um, are
1: fine. But they're not mm-hmm. what like make me get schmaltzy, mm-hmm. you know. And I like to get a little schmaltzy mm-hmm. at Christmas. What can I say?
0: This next commercial is not holiday related, although it was leading up to the Christmas holiday. So I'm guessing that maybe they were trying to sell some cologne. This is, I I don't remember exactly what the content of this tape was that I grabbed these commercials from, but I remember there were a couple of different Stetson colognes being advertised. It wasn't, this one is Stetson Sierra, but there were other ones as well. And they're, they're short. They're 15 seconds. And you know, it's, it's a, It's a cologne commercial, so it's just kind of very... It's very, like, setting a mood, sure, right? Sure, it's just a tonal... But there are things that happen in this commercial. So this is 15 seconds. It's going to go by quickly. I've made it big on your screen. Um, I'm going to just... Oh, I'm um, to,
1: that's right. I'm being tested here. I forgot. just
0: tested. Just, like, it's. It, this is sort of, like, one, one of those observational tests where, like, you... So it's you, not, like, a test. No, it's no. More it's more, like, like, just an observational, observational test. Where, test. like, maybe you read a book and then people ask you questions to see, like... Sure. Reading um, comprehension. comprehension. I honestly exactly. killed
1: that at the S- on the SAT
0: well let's let's see how well you do here
1: should i be narrating this
0: just watch it somewhere between sundown and sunrise comes Stetson sierra so distinctive it's a man's power of attraction okay genevieve my question for you is tell me the plot of that commercial that you just watched
1: Okay, there's a man.
0: <laughs> I wish I hadn't tipped you there's off han- so much that there was going to be a. Test. There's a
1: handsome man. Uh huh. Um, he's got a little bit. I mean, of course, this is many years before, but he's got a little bit of a Chris Hemsworth. Uh
0: huh. Vibe. Square jaw. Yep. I mean,
1: you know, I I know, to some degree. Um, to paraphrase, uh, who was it that said all happy families are alike? Uh, some Russian playwright. To some degree, all handsome men are alike. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Chris Hemsworth is in a tan blazer with no shirt underneath. I don't know why that's important to the plot, but he is. He's uh, in some kind of cabin in like the, I assume these are the Sierra Mountains, mm-hmm. since it's called Stetson Sierra Cologne. He's at this cabin. He looks out over the lake that the cabin overlooks. I believe
0: at first he's shirtless on the porch, Maybe he's by just the shirtless.
1: And he sees a woman in a canoe, Mm -hmm. and she's dressed pretty formally, I would say, for canoeing. She's got like a very gauzy dress on, and like a Mm -hmm. a neck, like a like a scarf flowing from her neck. It's all
0: very flowy. It's all
1: flowy, and she's paddling, paddling. (laughs) She's just paddling a canoe by herself across the lake in a fancy dress. And then, I think he puts on some cologne
0: and clothes, I believe, and some
1: clothes. And uh, I guess then I lost track of it.
0: And then they just have a nice little date. And then it they all have happened. a date. Okay. But like, what is going on that this woman She's is... at the
1: camp across the lake.
0: She's <laughs> yeah. at the girls camp. She's like, almost like a, She, you almost wonder if she's like a spirit or, or a figment of the imagination, but like, you she's just the see- spirit
1: the spirit of the Sierras. That's what they should have called the cologne. We
0: just see her like, kind of, at first, the shot of the boat is far away. You can't even see who's in it. Somebody's just paddling. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful. And then <laughs> I just love this shot. See, he's outside. Oh yeah, he's totally he's the on the porch here. and he's like wearing pants but he's shirtless and then he puts on the but just cologne. the
1: blazer no no collared shirt or anything
0: and then but at this point he's shirtless and then all of a sudden we see oh this it's this woman in this like kind of flowing gown yes and she's just in this canoe paddling by herself towards her it, lover across the lake and then he um let's see no no he puts on a shirt doesn't he Let's see here. No, he puts on a vest on, without a shirt. That's why I thought it was and shirtless. And then and then he puts the uh the jacket on. Oh, so he puts on a vest and a jacket but no shirt. Yes. And then they're just kind of dancing. Then they're they're slow dancing.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Well, and then the, and then the the tagline for the cologne is the power of attraction. So I guess yeah. like the power of the attraction of this cologne is someone will get in a canoe and Put in some pretty hard labor. Is to that get what's to going you? on yeah. here? I got
0: to say, they show the canoe before. If that's the case, I feel like they she should. She just
1: heard that he even had the cologne. they
0: should have shown him putting on the clone before right. we start to see her making her way across the pond. Because at first we see her rowing and then he puts on the cologne and then they have a, a love connection. But I mean, it would
1: have been funny if we see the canoe out in the in the lake. He puts on the clone and then the canoe like makes a hard left.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, the wrong cologne.
1: <laughs> or like or no, like it comes towards him, really
0: suddenly oh, like it's, I it's gonna miss saying, him oh, 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 I and see. then I it like, just
1: like turns toward him
0: um also don't you think that this should be a commercial for cologne that is called canoe isn't there a, c- a cologne called canoe
1: oh is there i thought so i mean very plausibly i just didn't know about it
0: like i know the whole point i, I making fun of cologne commercials isn't right. exactly it's, it's the, just low-hanging but food. i love the fact because the reason i asked you to tell the story of this was I don't even, tr- certain commercials you see, you don't even try. You don't even really think about it. You're like, I don't know, it's, it's that bullshit images. cologne one, right? Yeah. And then I was like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> and then I went back and I rewatched it a couple of times. And um, let me see here. Canoe cologne. Yeah, canoe oh, is a type of cologne. It's totally been around right. for a long time. I, I feel like that's sort of like of the old spice generation, I believe. I, I could be wrong. Um, but now I just really want to know the, sort of the logistics of these folks' relationship and like kind of how they set up this date and like do, the, I'm assuming can they that only
1: they, reach each other by canoe.
0: Can they, Yeah. Like, did they run into each other at town, like in the town when yeah. they were both buying like buckshot and, and fishing lures or something? I assume. And, and then did they say like, well, let's get together sometime? And he's like, okay. Well, I live in that giant log cabin across the lake. She's like, oh, I know that place. It's yeah. huge. Oh, I'm as just as across like
1: I'll just canoe over. And, and
0: he said, you want me to pick up? She said, no, no. i canoe everywhere and then then she gets in her canoe we never see her getting out of the canoe which would be an interesting because that's always a clumsy i know
1: there's no one ever got out of a canoe (laughs) in a sexy way
0: although maybe in this case because they're such beautiful people and he's so strapping and manly he could like reach down with his arm and sort of like steady her yeah, alright. Anyway. I wish
1: I'd seen that. <laughs> yeah. I sounds know. sounds exciting. I
0: would love I would love to make some follow ups that sort of fill in some <laughs> of those gaps. Everybody is talking at me.
1: I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. And I
0: assume they sleep together.
1: I mean, yeah, I think they did. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, of ads for for um, colognes and perfumes, uh, this is uh, from Elizabeth, who says that th- they're the Irolly perfume ads are running on high this season. True story, Elizabeth. They definitely are. I see one. I'm seeing one with Scarlett Johansson a lot. That's like,
0: oh yeah.
1: It's just like there's so. She's
0: just rolling around being beautiful. She's just or rolling around and then being walking beautiful. out of a door being and beautiful. like walking
1: around being beautiful and like it's just. I mean. Like you said, like with, with with ads for scents, it's, you know, it's mostly just atmospheric or tonal or whatever. But these commercial, these perfume ads feel so like intellectually or creatively bankrupt because they've just been making the basic, the same basic perfume mm-hmm. ad and swapping out the latest, the youngest, hotter, you know, younger, hotter woman for the person, for the, you know, for the star of them for... 50 years now and mm-hmm. it's like it's so rare to see one that's interesting and then when they do make one that's interesting it's terrible like johnny depp doing savage oh my
0: god that is like literally the Where worst just commercial want, like, i've ever seen
1: all those wolves to just chew them to pieces right yeah. on camera
0: now i'm a little confused why maybe you'll explain why is elizabeth bringing up oh perfume i got distracted
1: as Elizabeth says, while the iroli com- perfume ads are running on high this holiday season, I saw a commercial that truly made me laugh. So this is kind of a break from So that. it has
0: this commercial has nothing to do with perfume. I think She's she just was saying just, this is a break from perfume. It's just a nice to okay. see a
1: break from the relentless overly serious perfume ads. So this is for Twix,
0: which I we live in a world where I could see Twix trying to get earned media by like <laughs> releasing the Twix perfume, yes. you know. That's why I was like a little confused Twix with-
1: has I could they've see, mostly avoided that they've shit. mostly avoided that they're not super stunty but I could definitely Arby's. see Arbys doing that yeah, I could Doritos. see uh taco Bell or Doritos yeah. I could see even like starburst or mm-hmm. um, skittles or something doing yeah. something where it's like a cologne
0: there's another big one that we're missing here oh 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 KFC. Or, yeah. It would be like KFC or Arby's would be the top two. Like, yeah. hey, look, we released a, a chicken f- smelling yeah. perfume. Roast oh, my God. Now everybody can, like, kind of talk about it to fill out the last two minutes of their news segment <laughs> or whatever. Exactly. God, I hate that shit.
1: So as you know, Twix has been doing forever now this idea that the left Twix and the right Twix are at war with each other and they're different,
0: which I also think is stupid, by the way, so generally the, speaking. In
1: this one, they kind of uh, flip the paradigm on its head. They have two men. I uh, would say they're they're both. They're twin men in this. They're twin brothers, and they're identically dressed. They're out camping.
0: They have almost a Weird Al Yankovic vibe to them. It's very yeah, long think, hair, think young, mustache, long curly hair, mustache, uh, glasses. They look kind of, kind of nerdy, but they happen to be like camping, and they're both sitting on a log together.
1: And they're talking about the Twix uh, and how they're really not that different. Standing behind them are two bears who are also talking about um identical snacks.
0: You know, it doesn't matter if you choose left or right, because they're both chewy, crunchy, and delicious.
1: You know? It doesn't matter if you choose left or right because they're both chewy, crunchy, and delicious.
0: And there's sort of a trick of the camera here when when the, the human man is saying that about his candy bars to his brother, they're looking down at the candy bars and then the perspective shifts and we're kind of getting an over-the-shoulder shot of these two bears looking at these two men from behind yeah. and they're both dressed exactly the same, as you said before, Genevieve, in the same exact plaid shirt and their hair is the same, although it's a little disappointing I actually for the think brother on the right because he's got a tiny, tiny bit of male I'm starting baldness. to wonder if
1: they're not brothers if they're just two friends who who look a lot alike because I think one of them might not have a mustache.
0: Uh, I think they both have mustaches, no? Oh, I guess you're right.
1: Uh, I, think- I think I actually think that they're not twins but they're, they're styled so similarly that you
0: We got two mustaches here. We have a two-mustache situation. Yeah,
1: so they're very similar-looking. Either they're twins or they're people who like to dress alike.
0: Yeah, one of them does not have glasses, though, I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, so it's a juxtaposition of clearly what we're seeing here is the one man is talking about his candy, and the one bear is talking about eating these two fellas. You know, it doesn't matter if you choose left or right because they're both chewy, crunchy, and delicious.
1: You know, it doesn't matter if you choose left or right because they're both chewy, crunchy, and delicious. You know what else I like? No, what? The sound of the snap. When you bite into it. the the other friend nods and the other bear nods seriously. Yeah, so it's
0: like everything is echoed exactly. It's really yeah. well done. Um it's really dark.
1: It's pretty dark, but I kind of like it. I think I like the way the we did a show on bears. I wish we'd had this for that mm-hmm. uh for that show. I like the way the bears are very um they look like bears that you would see in an animatronic show at, yeah. at Disney World or yeah, something. I mean, they're, right. they're intentionally kind of fake looking.
0: Yeah, a little chucky cheesy yeah. sort of, uh, which I like. I like. Th- I think it's interesting. and I think I like it, but I think it's interesting that they made the bears women. I think, or they well, have. Well, one uh, of
1: the women bears is a woman, yeah. You
0: don't think they're both? Uh, I think I. Well, I mean, he, not that we have to has, get overly gendered because who knows how the the people identify who are playing these bears. But I'm pretty sure that both. The I, second
1: I, voice isn't a masculine voice.
0: I didn't. I didn't interpret it that way, which I thought was kind of interesting because the two guy you have two men who are talking, and then I thought two female bears. And again, not to get overly obsessed with this, but let's take another listen to this. Chewy, crunchy, and delicious. You know what else I
1: like? No, what? Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I hear it now It was a low It's a lower voice And I just sort of like Mm -hmm. My brain immediately went to A male voice But you're right And
0: it's just kind of an interesting It's sort of an interesting twist Instead of four male voices in there Yeah Okay so now we have uh, We're going to TikTok We're going to go to TikTok We tried to keep TikTok Out of the show As much as possible But we just can't It was inevitable It was inevitable
1: This is from listener Brian Brian says I stumbled across this TikToker Talking about How many commercials For different products Start off with two notes Descending I had never noticed it before And this TikToker is correct. This is a wild uh, thing that she's noticed. Uh, This is Smack on TikTok.
0: S-M-A-C. um, Her full name is Smack McCreener, by the way. And she's in one of these commercials that she's about to reference.
1: She's an Australian actress, dancer, artist, choreographer, and a content creator. She's based in L.A., um, and she's... Uh,
0: you don't have to read the rest of I that. I thought read it was funny. I got that weird. off of her website. Smack is recognizable for her slapstick physicality, offbeat <laughs> performance art, and Aussie charm as seen in her online content, in particular her series Hydraulic Press Girl.
1: <laughs> so if you haven't seen Hydraulic Press Girl <laughs> and you want to check out Smack, uh-huh. uh, that's where she, that's what she's doing now. Um, I'll let her speak for herself here on this TikTok, but she's totally right, and you'll recognize all of these little sonic brands that a lot of these commercials start off with. Wondering if anyone can tell me why do TV commercials, at least in America, start with a bam bam, except not all of them, just some of them. That's Honda, that's Lowe's. I don't think I can do this. Where there's a pet, there's always this. That's why we have innovations like the Maytag pet. Yes, that's me, and that's why when I hear that sound, I look at the TV and I'm like, oh, there I am, and then it's not me, because it's some other commercial. Why do some of them have it? Someone in Hollywood must know. Google doesn't understand what I'm trying to ask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says that one is me, and that's why I wanted to point out that she is in some of these commercials, because she's the or actress in in one of these. Um, in the last one you see is the Maytag commercial. So, I want to play this again without us talking over top of it. It starts with a Honda commercial, followed by a Lowe's commercial, followed by something that I'm not exactly sure what it is. It looks like it says Power Something. And then I think it goes right to the Maytag commercial. So, here, take a listen to this. I'm fast-forwarding to just the part where we Hear the ding. I mean, I guess I uh, would you say that we can describe these fairly as ding dongs? Yeah, they're ding dongs. Okay. I don't think I can do this. Where there's a pet, there's always. Yeah, it is interesting. I think that
1: third one that's like that was a very sort of electronic version of it mm-hmm. that's. um. It's either Boost Mobile or Cricket Mobile. I think it's oh, Cricket Mobile.
0: okay, okay, gotcha. And the you. fact
1: that I can even pick that out with just my ear tells you how good sonic branding is.
0: Yes, well, it's interesting. I mean, it definitely is a sonic brand, but then, yeah, why are so many commercials using the same or incredibly similar? Well,
1: I like the theory that somebody had on as a commenter on this TikTok, which is that maybe it's like sounds like a doorbell to people. Yeah, I'm
0: just seeing that, too. That's interesting, yeah. And I
1: do wonder if there's something about a two-tone like that that makes people that just, that, breaks their concentration or or Mm -hmm. attracts their notice if they're in the middle of a conversation the same way a doorbell would yeah as a
0: matter of fact almost everybody is saying that doorbell it's a quick way to grab attention Um, and that does make sense ding dong but I do wonder who like kind of started using that and who then like kind of jumped on it and I also wonder how many of these um, ding dongs uh, (laughs) came out of the same agency
1: that would be interesting to know Mm -hmm. too but it must be like within the I bet that whole I bet that concept or that trick or whatever has a name within the industry, right? Like, I bet there's a, a term yeah. of art for it. Yeah, I, I wonder what right. it is.
0: Um, okay, one last commercial here, which I.
1: You're skeptical. Uh,
0: this one doesn't really pass the sniff test to me. Yeah, but I'll be interested.
1: I'll be interested. I, I think it raises an interesting question about what constitutes a commercial. Um, this is from our friend Ben. Um, ben and I uh, routinely trade uh, texts because whenever I see anything, he's he's our mm-hmm. friend who does um, The Greatest Generation. Oh, this is
0: our friend Ben. I, what I meant to say was I love this commercial, <laughs> and I appreciate Ben <laughs> sending it in. As a
1: Star Trek podcaster, um, whenever I see something or hear something interesting about Star Trek, I blow Ben's phone up with it. Mm-hmm. And he does the same for me, thankfully, with ads that he finds interesting. Um, so he sent me this bananas ad that he found on TikTok that is purports to be a local ad for a food court called food court restaurant called India Oven at Newgate Mall in Ogden, Utah. What you have here are two gentlemen. Uh, One of them is in a pretty magnificent mullet and the other guys kind of they're both sort of just like, I don't know, jamokes, I guess I would call them. They're white. They're sort of middle-aged, and they're talking about trying this restaurant or this food court uh, restaurant called India Oven at Newgate Mall, and they basically portray two people who've never heard of or have any familiarity with Indian food.
0: Yes, and they also portray two people who don't know how to make a commercial. Like, this is one of those where the production quality is so bad and their acting is so bad that you get the impression that they were trying to make it as bad as possible. In an attempt to go viral. And that's why I would be very... Not that every commercial has to air on broadcast or cable television, yeah. obviously, but I would be very surprised that this actually aired I anywhere. I doubt that it did. It didn't probably pre-roll on anything. They probably made this and, you know, posted it to their but uh, Facebook page.
1: I would say that if India Oven paid for the production mm-hmm. of this and it, then it was posted, even if it was just posted to TikTok or just posted to YouTube or whatever... If India Oven paid for the production of this in order to market their food court restaurant, then I think it constitutes a commercial.
0: My guess is, and I'll get into this in a second after we play it, and I'd I'd like to shit all over it, then play it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then circle around and shit on it again Okay um, Kind of a shit sandwich <laughs> You might think so Although I always had that backwards I always thought the shit was between the two pieces of bread mm, uh, Interesting Interesting That's What another... constitutes a <laughs> sit, sit shit sandwich? So um, okay So this is the India Oven commercial by Tim and Tom Butler Who I was doing a little bit of investigating later But yeah you'll hear the sound quality is just awful They're in a mall like Genevieve said the, They're not mic'd up very well And then um, they go up up to the counter start ordering food and there's a young woman behind the counter who's just sort of like n- smiling and nodding politely while they She's act bemused, like fools. She's bemused say yeah. the least. India oven, huh? Hey, let's check that out. That looks good to me. You ever had India food? <laughs> no, man. looks good. <laughs> All looks right. Good. Let's check it
1: out. May I help you?
0: I'll take some of the vegetables. Samosa, samosa. Samosa. Yeah. And I'll check out the chicken tandoori. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Wow. This is awesome never had indian food before. This sounds good. Oh yeah. You folks got to check this place out. It's at the Newgate Mall in Ogden, Utah. Okay, so here's what I think is the background on this thing. I was look so this was posted on the YouTube page of Tom Butler, okay? And okay. it's titled India oven commercial with Tim and Tom Butler. I mean, again, this is going around on TikTok because things kind of get sucked up in TikTok and, you know, re-distributed uh, or whatever, but this was the source that I could find. Now, when you go to the Tom Butler kind of main YouTube page and you click about, it, grammar nerds buckle up for this. This is the description <laughs> for Tom Butler who has two, a, a whopping 269 subscribers. Um, no, no shame. Although, how many How many do you think we have now um, on our little thing? We have 180, so who am I? Yeah,
1: who are we to sneer at a Tom Butler?
0: And none of ours is original content, so yeah. there you go. So this is the About page of Tom Butler on YouTube. Proud hashtag vegan. You don't need the hashtag there. You don't need there. the hashtag. It's not clickable in this context. Also, I happen to know that YouTube uses everything as a keyword. You don't really need ha- hashtags unless you want to add keywords that, that are not in your description. Anyway, proud hashtag vegan, hosting and proving our health and the condition of our environment. Live watch parties twice daily where I show videos of mostly stars that are vegans! Capitalized exclamation point. Shows run two hours with jokes, comma (laughs) (laughs) Tom singing and narrating while watching. Shows are at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on B.I.G.O. Live. Yes. At Tom B. Marketing. If you have a good product or service you want promoted, give me a call. Okay. Now working with rym media we provide tv shows podcasts commercials etc for the hulu network so he's saying that it does happen for hulu um also this commercial goes back so i i mean but again i just get the impression that this is sort of a wackadoo (laughs) who has some (laughs) weird ass show right and then like but did
1: india oven commission this or not
0: I'm guessing that maybe they reached out to India Oven because they're local and they realize that they don't serve meat. And this person, I don't know if you heard, is a hashtag vegan. I did hear he was a hashtag um, vegan. So, I don't know. I just sort of feel like this falls more along I'm the line of- I'm also a hashtag of-
1: vegan, which is that I don't
0: eat hashtag. <laughs> You don't need any hashtags I, that derive eat. from animal products for certain. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ben, thank you for sending that out. I am i didn't realize that you were the Ben, and so now I realize I'm talking oh, to my friend. Oh, now I see. I don't mind shitting on the listeners. <laughs> are you kidding? But I got to look Ben in the eye someday, and you better believe I'll get an angry text message. He and I are still at war over the voice acting of um, oh, um, <laughs> your favorite boy, Jason. Uh, Jason Manzukis. Manzukis, yeah. right. So anyway, I guess add another... <laughs> add another log to the flame of our ongoing battles but i don't know well then i tried something something's fishy about that no well
1: it is fishy in the same way that i mean it's so low pro uh, low production but i mean in the same way that the um the red house furniture yes. guys like clearly there is it is meant to be silly and and go viral and make people laugh and be uh, kind of unbelievable in mm-hmm. its like low quality but there is also a red house furniture that exists that sells furniture and they were on board with this and they in some way you know were responsible or, or partners in its creation so I mean it does I think it is does sort of pose an interesting kind of question about like At what point does it stop being a commercial? Or at what point does it start being a commercial?
0: Yeah. In fact, I think that's a really good and interesting comparison because the people who made the Red House Furniture commercial, I believe they were already, like their background was more in comedy and I think online, like viral comedy stuff, right? Totally. Yeah. And then I think maybe a friend asked them or somehow they got involved and then that led to other opportunities. And then they were somewhere in between the sort of like, you know, just online content comedy space and actually people hiring them to make these really weird commercials that would, and I believe the red house one did air on TV. I could be wrong about yeah, that. Have, yeah. um, it's but pretty also, old now. but the whole point of it is that they would go viral. Like well, look at this wacky commercial. Same with the other one that takes place in the mall. Oh, it's boots like and pants, boots and pants and boots and pants. Yeah. Like, and I just sort of feel like, I guess like, I guess we're just seeing somebody attempting that same thing only Horribly, yeah, even worse.
1: It's and it's course. It's, it's a it's also slightly adjacent to the things that are just intended to make you make you kind of appalled, like the 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 pooping stool whatever that's called oh squatty potty, squatty potty. yeah right or is that the, the one with the unicorn I think too, or is that with, a different one yeah they made one with santa or oh no it was it, potpourri poopery oh yeah has made one with santa which i did not include in the it is a disaster but i didn't mm-hmm. include it in this show because i reject the premise
0: anyway please continue to send us your commercials <laughs> <laughs> you can sell anything All right, we should probably get out of here.
1: Yes, hopefully, if nothing else, this uh, litany of holiday disasters made you feel more uh, optimistic and sanguine about your own holiday plans and uh, activities. Uh, If you've had a holiday disaster, if you want to talk about holiday disasters in commercials or anything else, call us at 607 444-5597 444-5597 or email us at after these messages show at gmail.
0: That's right. Alright everybody. I realize that we have one more show to do before the Christmas holiday which is the one that we celebrate in our house. I think Hanukkah is still coming up. I think maybe that starts next week too but I'm just trying to um, figure out if we have one more opportunity to do something holiday related. If I think anybody, we do at least have yeah, one more. Yeah. So if anybody has any ideas for us or any that you would like to see us do, or just like a holiday yeah. commercial that you just really like, and even if it's just it making you cry,
1: or making yeah. you laugh, or mm-hmm. making you
0: anything in between, reevaluate your two.
1: faith, whatever,
0: making you angry, yeah, making you hangry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> any emotion, <laughs> we re- accept them all, <laughs> exactly. Um, do get at us, you can find us on the Facebook group. Um, and you can check out the newly digitized ads on the YouTube page. So Andrew's putting them up all the time. And so there's always new content.
0: That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
1: I have gooey foodies, zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, he's you're too proud of